Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia ora! Welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled, meh, and mediocre movies of film history I am brave, I am Bruce, this is who I want to be, this is Matt. This is Cass. And I am James Kane, <laughs> which is about as close of an American accent as Hugh Jackman manages in this um, movie. We're all in a silly mood because uh, we were trying to look up the lyrics to This Is Me before so Matt could do that intro, and James sang uh, the, the iconic line, I am brazed. <laughs> yeah, so I was trying to say, I was thinking about bruised because bruised is kind of a That's weird, a bit of a weird, weird line. second I mean, line. Yeah. Uh, I feel like that one makes sense. I think it's one of the better lyrics in the the canon I am Bruce. It's kind of, you know, different. Well, we'll talk Um, about the context of that song in a bit. Yes. But Um, how are we feeling today? I'm doing great. Doing good. It's like, it's been a super busy Saturday, but always Mm. like real fun tasks. It's my brother's birthday coming up. I bought him a little prezzy. Did a fun photo shoot that'll be dropping soon. I mean, he's going to figure it out. I mean, if it's It'll probably be his birthday when we drop this. What is it? Um, well, yeah, when it comes out, we don't I, know. He'll know when he yeah, comes out. Yeah, and he doesn't fucking listen to this anyway. It's the new Susanna <laughs> Clark book, um, oh. which I've forgotten the damn name of. Wait, who is Susanna Clark? Susanna Clark wrote um, the what's it called? The well, we'll talk about it in my pop corner because it's actually my pop oh, corner. Oh, cool. hold on well, to that. Hold, hold on that, to that thought. thought. Anyways, it is a monumental Saturday here in New Zealand because it is election day. Election day. Huge. Um, yeah. So we're. Uh, at the time of this broadcast, uh, still Look, there has not been an announcement not, of yeah, who won the election. Yeah, we are gloriously ignorant. So. Uh, we are so, not yeah. going to tell you to vote because you already have, you hopefully. Yeah, and if you did it, then we're just, uh, we're giving you a, a hard stare through the microphone. Yeah, remember in the next uh, three Next time years, that you should. Away. I felt really emotional in this election. I think this is the first time where I actually really knew what I was wearing. Matt, for. did you cry when you were ticking and you spoiled a your ballot? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I cry, like, cry. There's too much no, water damage well, no, on I didn't, this. I didn't cry in the moment but I felt the weight of the moment yeah you know I yeah. got really of course I got anxious and I was like what if I somehow take the wrong thing? Oh, every oh, every other oh time I've ever voted in, I'm just like, what if I'm like doing it wrong and I'm accidentally yeah. voting for like what conservatives? What if my brain thinks no. all that? You know, was <laughs> in the booth. There was a moment I was just like, fuck it. What if I just vote the opposite of what I feel like? <laughs> Is that like a weird sort of like you know how there's this sort of vertigo where yeah. you get to a cliff and you like have this compulsion to, throw to just pull yourself, yourself off? Well, there's so much. I think it's the weird. same thing. So got, so I'm going to go moment. blue. Oh. It's, uh, it's an important moment because you literally like the, all the voices are gone. It's just yeah. you weighing your moral compass. And I had to look over it a couple of times and be like, okay, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah that is my suburb. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Furious not to commit election fraud. And yeah. we'll give you the results next week. And then we've got another huge election coming up that we'll talk about if necessary. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. That'll be later down the yeah. track. And well, it's in less than a month. Yeah, oh, that's true. Yeah. I wow. I'm like, November. November's yeah. ages away. <laughs> yeah. No, it's not. Um, um, yeah, otherwise, um, yeah, I've not really been up to huge amounts since the last recording. No, we all saw each other yesterday and um, we got drunk. Yeah, I, I, I didn't. I had two glasses of wine. Oh, Matt yeah, was right. drunk. Right. <laughs> we're in, so, yeah. in Sorage production. Yeah, yeah. That'll still be on. 
It's yeah. called Dive of and Rose at Circa if you want to see that. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and for more pop culture stuff that we've been doing. Why don't we trick <laughs> on over to Pop Corner? Pop, 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 pop corner. Uh, so I'll grab that first since I kind of yeah, yeah. give a little bit of a sneak Steal preview that, to my that. thing. Um, so yeah, I want to talk about the, uh, I don't know actually what year this came out, um, but the novel Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Oh, right. It's got, like, it's got, oh, um, which, isn't there like a, there's a subtitle, I see it right there, I'm going to grab it. One second okay. while James just runs off to get the appropriate props for this pop corner. Yeah. Uh, um. I thought it had more of a like it'll the curious in, case of it'll be in the No, no, I'm just I just got my brain no, wrong. You're thinking of the curious case of Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I know. Um, we'll anyway. cut that if necessary. No, yeah, no I mean it's do. fun. Um, we'll keep it in. We'll keep it. Keep in. it in. I, and can I talk it. about my put my piece? Yeah, I was trying <laughs> yeah. to figure out what day. Uh, yeah, it came it's out. it's a really fantastic book. It is a uh, yeah kind of a um, historically. A historical fiction style uh, fantasy novel, um, which is set in an alternate England in which uh, magic is a long-running part of English mm. existence and general world existence, I guess. But this is very much focused on English magic. But it is written um, as if it was written in the in the time in which the events take place, which is in the early 18th century. Um, so it's really like beautifully cleverly done. Like the world building is very very intricate and complicated. Uh, and really um, subtle and interesting. Uh, and then also the, the writing style really, really neatly captures some of those older styles of um, kind of like Austin the era um, writing. Uh, it, it's, it's like very funny and it's very moving and it's very, um, yeah, just like a great romp as well. Nice. Like it's a really cool like romp through an alternate history of like the Napoleonic Wars, but with magic as well. Well, that's um, great because we've canceled that English magic thing. Exactly. So know? if you're like, oh, I want to like get some, read some fantasy stuff about magicians, um, but I don't want to support uh, transphobia, then um, yeah, this might be a good option. Yeah. They made it into a TV yeah. show, which is pretty good, but like the OG... Like the book is just the book is just so wonderful, good. and it's very much like it's a very like it's one of those things where the medium of being a book is really clearly where yeah. the story yeah. is best supposed to fit. Like it yeah. uses like footnotes very well to make oh, it I feel like that. it's an exhibit text written yeah. by somebody writing about the things who's in and, the world. And it's not just these two on the front. It's not just strange and gnarl. It's like this has a huge ensemble of like such inspired really characters. Cool characters. Yeah. Really cool characters. And you get to go into the fairy land and like there is, it's so dense with mythos in a way that, you, you always feel like your hand is being held to write it. You never get too overwhelmed by yeah, it. Yeah, it's fantastic. It's really yeah. cool. I would strongly recommend it. Um, it's, yeah, a bit of an older book, and she's got another one coming out now, which I will be keen to borrow. Yes. And apparently it's, like, um, quite radically different from Strange and Norrell, but, like, still, like, really, really strong. So that's yeah. what I'm, I'm gifting is, my brother. This was a first book as well, I found, when I was wild, reading right? it. Which is wild. Wow. Like, the amount of, like, the self-assuredness of this writer is just like right, amazing so cool. yeah um yeah so check it out if you've got like a you know, bit of time to spare it's a pretty hefty one but uh it took me a couple of months but and <laughs> her next book as opposed to like oh she's done another one can't remember is called Piranesi. Ah. Mm. and it has a little uh fawn playing a, a little a ditty on the front fantastic sounds whimsical yeah totally oh, but... Uh, yeah. So what about you guys for your pop corner? I will take that gauntlet, snatch it on up. Um, gauntlet doesn't really have anything to do with uh, pop corner. But <laughs> take, I'm just... take the bowl. Yeah, yeah. The bowl. Grab a oh, handful. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, I am packing up <laughs> just a little sound effects. I've got an ASMR for you. Uh, sorry for all the uh, misophonia um, yeah, yeah. listeners that my really bad, hated that. Oh, me and Cass all literally gave a look to each other. It was the best. Okay. I, look, I, that one I approve. I enjoy that a lot. Continue. I want to shout out the world of... Uh, 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 Wizards of the Coast developed it. I'm talking about Dungeons and Dragons because I've been getting into that world recently because I have been cast in a recent live stream which is going to be dropped today. All of the information on Monday uh, which Canvas Abyss is running. So they did Dungeoning and Dragoning on at Circa. Uh, Unfortunately they were um, cut down and cancelled by the, uh, the alert levels of COVID similar to that's all she wrote yeah we're still in the pandemic guys yeah <laughs> and uh they are coming back with a live stream uh today saturday we just had a photo shoot of it hopefully you'll be seeing some images of that soon and i am just fucking loving the world of Faerun because like so alan henry is our dm and he like broke down like what every one of our characters would know, a general dungeon knowledge. Master. Yeah. Is that what it is? A dungeon master. Yeah. yeah. And so he told us about, like, um, the spell plague that happened, which was this, like, historic moment where the weave of magic was broken and, like, floating cities, like, crashed to the ground and magic wielders went mad and sane when, uh, if they were using it. Um, yeah, like, huge historic moments. I love how fucking dense and packed in this is. <laughs> Uh, and I love that I get to play the character. I don't know if I'm revealing too much, but Ooh, I mean, reveal, honestly, reveal, like reveal. mixed bag listeners, you're getting a little little sneak preview, uh, sneak preview yeah. of the character. This of, is an incentive for listening, guys. Yeah. Yeah. Get the tea. Of Balthazar Hines, um, who is a paladin modeled on one of my favorite characters on pop culture as a, yeah, like a reference point. Is it Snape? No. Oh. It is Krog from the Emperor's oh, New Oh, I Grove. love, oh my god, what a himbo, I love him. Yeah, so... <laughs> strong himbo in yeah. I'm playing this <laughs> big, bold, like, barrel-chested himbo, and I'm just loving it. He no, is, like, great. this this noble from Neverwinter that has never had to, like, pay for anything in his life. Oh my um, god, I love the phrase, noble from Neverwinter. Yeah, so Heinz, um, the family of Heinz is, uh, they have a jewel, like, Heinz Jewels is actually quite well known in Neverwinter. Yeah, do they produce ketchup? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, beans. Yeah. It's red gold, <laughs> it's garlic <kind of> gold. <laughs> yeah, that's how they really, uh, really got ahead in the business. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I didn't even think of that. It's H I N D S. Yeah, the reference. Yeah, um, like on your hind feet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm loving Balthazar. He is such a doofus, such an asshole. But I think he has a good heart in him somewhere. And but I guess I'll find out. Um, with that team, it's a wonderful team. Uh, so go over to the Canvas Abyss and meet them. Um, they're going to be streaming on Twitch. Um, so yeah, keep an eye out for the first drop, which will be happening around in November. Mm, love awesome. that. We'll yeah. keep you updated. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got I got one other pop culture thing, but maybe we'll save that to the end because it is. Oh. Or maybe you'll bring it up, Matt. It's pretty fucking epic. Oh, okay. That we all experienced. 
Um, um, okay. okay, I don't, yeah. or, well, well, I don't know. We'll find yeah. out. Let's, let's go with Matt's thing first. Um, first, I want to deliver some bad news. Glow has been cancelled, which is very sad. Um, it introduced me to the wonderful Betty Gilpin. Um, so the last season ended on a cliffhanger, and they were supposed to do oh, no. season four to wrap the whole series up, Aww. but because of COVID, they've just cancelled it. it. So sucks. fuck you, Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Um, Speaking of Netflix, I've watched a couple of trailers that have been pretty epic. Oh, this is what I was. Oh, talk okay, about. cool. All right, all right. The okay. first one is Mank, the new David Fincher film, which yeah. actually looks really good. It looks despite gorgeous. our best friend Gary Oldman still I... starring on it. Yeah, it looks good. Um, <laughs> and also our other best friend Amanda Seyf. <laughs> <laughs> Two people we love on this pod. Preferable to Gary Oldman, I think. Are, Absolutely. Yeah. People are giving us some like Oscar. Bars, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Mm. But her main competition will be. <laughs> yeah, here it is. Hillbilly Elegy. Yeah. Oh, God. All right, everybody. Oh, are, you a, are you a good Terminator go. or a bad Terminator or a neutral Terminator? Are you a good Terminator or a neutral? I'm, I'm neutral. I'm a neutral yeah. Terminator. I don't know who the fuck is neutral in the Terminator franchise. Well, I. Uh, because Robert Patrick is bad. <gasps> Neutral. You know, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger from two onwards is good. Like, who's neutral? <laughs> Sarah Connors. There's maybe. a neutral Terminator. Like, it's like, I guess if you put all robots on a good, bad, and neutral, it's like a microwave. <laughs> it's a neutral Look, robot. Sure. To me, this is the furthest thing I want to see. And the neutral Terminator is my <laughs> microwave cooking up my latest spag ball. Oh my god, the. The rural, the, the rural drawer. Like this is, it's just like the most red state film I've ever yeah. seen. It's based on a bestseller, right? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. memoir. Yeah. Oh. J.D. Vance called Hillbilly Elegy. Um, look, I'm assuming it's written by the one who's the boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So... Who's, whose name they misspell on the trailer? Oh, oh shit! Wow. Yeah, his name is Gabriel, and it's like Gabriel on the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, so bad. So my take on this is that I think. This could be huge if they manage to get it oh, right. Yeah. Like, it feels, I tweeted out, this feels very like Green Book energy. Mm. That it's like got that basic tone just right. And like, Oscars fucking love this stuff. Like, it just saddens me that this is what my queens have to do to an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, so who are your, your queens, man? Uh, you know, Lelou's Amy Adams <laughs> and the loser. <laughs> Glenn Close. It's wild that both yeah. of them are just like it's, gunning for that Oscar. It's a real like Matt <laughs> wished on a monkey's paw well, kind to, of situation. To me, it's a thing where it's like you do like the work that you do and you do like a real good subtle job and then at some point you just want to win so you're just going to do it. So you yeah. reckon if it's they do go for the Oscars that Amy would be lead and Glenn would be supporting? I think so. Well, Amy's name is above the title. It yeah. seems like it's a, ba- it's a boy's relationship with his mother yeah. and also the grandma's on there sometimes. Yeah, and grandma is only in one timeline and it seems yeah. like... Um, I think Glenn will win. I don't, yeah. especially after last time. I and, think, and she's got the big hammy role the that wig, usually wins. The ball, the transformation. Yeah. Um, I think she's, you know, un- it was her performance, Glenn. even though it's yeah. like totally like, like Oscar Beatty. That was like working for me more in the trailer. Yeah, some of yeah. Amy's. Moments. I think I think Amy uh, will be nominated because of the role. I don't think she. It's her time yet. Yeah. I think. Well, I think it's just one of them is gonna win, and the other one will do it for next time. Mm. Um, I think Glenn will win. Um, what if the boy won? Oh, no. good, for, good for him. 
I hope they spell his name right. <laughs> Wait, so the, it was the actor's name that was spelled yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, speaking of awards in general, the Tony Awards nominations came out. I wasn't even going to bring it up. Yeah, yeah. But the hullabaloo of well, just like, is... there's one category, oh. lead actor in a musical, with one nomination. Congratulations, Aaron Tobias. <laughs> well, can you imagine if he lost? So like, he needs 60% well, of the vote to win. There were previous Tony Awards where like, they've just not done categories because they yeah, just were they like, no, just done we that. just don't want but to. like I feel like this is cruel like imagine if you it'd be so cruel if he, if he lost. just lost what? against himself yeah. also cruel to he the lost Percy Jackson no confidence. Percy Jackson lead that was in contention but didn't get nominated yeah. <laughs> and they're just like no no, no. no like, it's so funny though because there are four musicals that open on Broadway and one just got completely blank like they could have yeah. given it like one nomination yeah. like what's important right now is to celebrate the arts <laughs> and maybe maybe The Lightning Thief is not the best musical yeah. but like that must be a huge blow to the team like they could have gotten it like a score nomination or yeah. something like yeah and there's uh, what else is the thing with the Tonys so um, uh, yeah Slave Play got 12 nominations yeah that's, that's the other huge big uh, record breaking um, yeah. pretty cool yeah. for mm. a very controversial play um, um, and yeah it's going up against the Inheritance, which is another big play, but yeah, I'm like, I feel like, I, you know, the political tide yeah, should exactly, be on slave plays. So oh, well, absolutely. And I'm yeah, I would love um, to. I, I would do. Yeah. I do what. Um, I'm rooting for Lois Smith to win a Tony. I, I hope, love Lois. I hope Laura Linney also wins her Tony. Finally, <laughs> she's had five nominations. She has a lot of Emmys. That's all she has. She needs an Oscar really? also on her mantle because she's a Do great you think actress. I feel Oscars... like I just assumed Laura Linney had won a Tony at some point. But no, then... she hasn't. She was favorite for The Little Foxes, but then our girl Laurie oh. snatched it up. Uh... Got it. Yeah. Do you think the Oscars are going to go ahead? In terms yeah, of, absolutely. Like, there's enough films and stuff like yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Well, the Tonys are going ahead. The, the Tonys Emmys are going ahead and the Tonys are ridiculous. Yeah. The Emmys like, went yeah. ahead. I think that they've... There and are also, definitely way more films than there are yeah, like and also, Broadway yeah. films. And then, <laughs> fingers crossed for First Cow. You yeah, know. The, the Oscars yeah. are, yeah. All, no, are, are all about um, like promoting Hollywood as well. So, yeah. like, you know, yeah. you that's that kind of what they need. staple of the year. Yeah. yeah. So that's what's happening. And a couple of shows I want to shout out, I, which is makes for like a really interesting double bill. Actually, I just, I finished I May Destroy You, which is amazing, great, lighter than you think it is, but like such good writing and such of the moment writing um, on how it tackles the many complexities of, you know, one person's sexual assault and how she kind of, um, you know, makes art out of that. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it's funny because like I watched um chewing gum when it was going on and it was like mildly amusing it was like okay i like the show it's not like revolutionary mm. but i feel like with this michaela cole really found her voice mm -hmm. Mm. and i was like it's just such an impressive job and um yeah i hope you guys see it soon yeah, yeah. you gotta get us those login out. details so yeah, yeah, for get sure. the right thing. neon is the real reason um, we haven't watched it and and the other thing i've been watching i have an episode and a half to go is euphoria which also deals with with that kind of drugs and debauchery kind of um you know motif and it stars someone from the greatest showman uh, emmy winner miss zendaya with a z now does she play um Michi in that one? <laughs> this is a joke purely Zin for Zendaya me. This is, is Michi? This is a and joke only for me. No, she plays... <laughs> and Twitter followers. Zendaya's Michi. <laughs> no, she plays the title role, Euphoria. <laughs> uh -huh. No, she doesn't. I will send you the Zendaya's Michi video. It's, it's oh, iconic. Right. So stupid. It's beautiful. Uh, look, it's about teens. It's about 
uh, debauchery, but it's about a lot more than that. It's about Gen Z melees, and I love that. Um, and Zendaya is amazing, and the cast is amazing. There's a trans actress called Hunter Schaefer, I think is her last name, and she's amazing in the role. Hopefully now that Zendaya's on, she gets more attention, she gets more roles. Um, but back to Zendaya, she's in this movie. This sounds like a really good transition into well, talking about the, our main thing. Yeah, it? it's important to remember that there are good showmen, and there are <laughs> bad showmen, and there are neutral showmen. But the there is important. only one greatest showman. Feature presentation. Yeah. Yeah, our feature presentation is the greatest showman. If you um, didn't catch from the intro, yes. then you're thick as heck. Uh, what's everybody else's previous experience with the greatest showman? I tried to watch it on a plane. I could only make it through ten minutes. Where did you get up to? Because I have the exact same history with this. I I think. I think you did 10, and I was like, I'm going to give it a go. And then I got... <laughs> I love that you just passed the baton back. Like, yeah, and then go. I got about 15, maybe. like I tried a little bit longer, and they were on the beach or something like that. The ro- It's the romance, I think, uh, between the two that is real rough. Yeah, um, I got into yeah the end. I got to the end of the montage. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the we'll talk about these like yeah. In, but, yeah. in a bit more detail. Um, anyway, so yeah, but 10, 15 minutes in, both of us uh, not loving it, not a fan. And, and what what plane ride to... is this? Where where did you come from? Uh, where we you were. It was a big long haul trip. We oh yeah, back right. To New Zealand yeah, from, from uh, the United the States. Oh no, the UK. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> United States. Where where did you come? It was from? it was from a United place. No, I was thinking about coming back from. Um, New York, but no, was that was like back from before the film was made, James. <laughs> oh, true. Time yeah. is blurring. And yeah, James that's is good point. Head, but I mean, all, all plane rides from the UK uh, feel long and tiresome. But uh, I did not see this when it came out. Uh, I was like, "What's that going to do? Uh, what's this?" And then, uh, and then it raked in those monies. It was so popular and so huge, and I put off seeing it for ages and ages. So it's good to finally see it. What about you, Matt? I guess my history with The Greatest Showman is that, like, I saw the trailer for it. It looked like a really corny musical, and I was like, I'm not going to see that. Um, And then the song This Is Me caught on a lot, and I was like, okay, so I'm vaguely aware that this is a pop culture thing now. Um, And yeah, mostly I know it from (laughs) the song This Is Me. And And you would sing that and supplant me with Matt, right? (laughs) Oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what song do I not supplant with Matt? Yeah, there'd be a lot of good songs that you could do. Yeah. Um, Such as? You give me Matt, but (laughs) that's what came into my head. The first song you could think of. what song was that? You give me Fever, Fever, but I said (laughs) Matt Ver. I was hoping that the first thing would be like Dynamite. It was not. (laughs) Dynamite. Um... (laughs) Yeah, Matt, I want to see yeah, this one Matt more. Matt S2C, so, you know, Matt. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, and, like, apparently a lot of people love this movie. Yeah. Um, yes. And it's songs, so that's my relationship. Uh, it's a lot of, like, just, I guess, cultural osmosis that I know this film. Didn't really know. I know it was about P.T. Barnum and his shenanigans and his circus. <laughs> his, uh, oh, P.T. We don't need to interview in a minute. We've just done it there. Yeah. P.T. Barnum's yeah. shenanigans. Um, speaking of, I mean, yeah. as is customary, we <laughs> should do movie yeah. in a minute. Dive yeah. in. Um, and someone graciously volunteered. Yes, I have put up my hand to do this because uh, 
Well, well, you are greatest showman. Thank so. you, thank you, <laughs> listeners. Go back and see because I'm sorry, you're our greatest Shakespearean actor. Yeah, no, say. that's true. Yeah, and we'll get into uh, uh, acting and how it differs <laughs> on stage. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, but listeners, go back and check and see if there has been equality in this room, in this space, in this medium, because we're not sure if James <laughs> if is angry because he thinks that Cass, I did two movies. Cass has in been a row. hoarding the movies. Which I did not do. I want to look at the receipts and no, see how many. No, I think you're right. I think you're done. right. But I'm just like, look, I enjoy doing them. Yeah. I think it's real fun, and I think yeah. I'm good at it. That's God, fair. Stop being a mirror and being more of a glam cast, honestly. All right, uh, I'll get ready to go and start now. P.T. Barnum is a young scrappy boy. He finds the love of his life with charity. They get together in a montage and fall in love, but he keeps on noting the people that do not quite fit in the world and says that the macabre and the exotic do not fit in. So he creates a big circus and he invites people to come along, bearded ladies, wolfman dog, and uh, he makes a huge success from it. But uh, he wants it to grow bigger, so he gets Zac Efron, who wants seconds. to date uh, Zendaya, but racism. <laughs> and uh, they proceed to grow in life and he falls in love with another woman and he gets lured into the attractiveness of the high class and then uh, kind of isolates the oddities and then he learns that it was all good and Zach comes back and uh, he's been saving some money and then they manage to get that greater show and Zach's hair looks bad when he puts on a hat. Great. Good. Five seconds to spare, James. Thank you. I don't know why you put it on stopwatch instead of timer. Oh, (laughs) I don't know. But also, Um, listeners, Zendaya butt racism. (laughs) Zendaya butt racism. (laughs) It's her full name. That's why um, she doesn't go by her first name. She only goes by her first name. It's a a technical choice. Yeah, her butt is racist. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so... uh, I mean, what do we start with? Well, we, can, we, we start, start with, with the bottles. With the hot butter. Let's start with the, the Oh, MVP. the hot butter, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this has been, this was more of a contentious one, I well, guess. Well, we've, got a, few, we've we, got a few we've different got a few candidates for yes. hot butter in yes. this. I, I think I know um, my one. I'm going to do, I'm going to go first. I feel mm. like, for me, the, the most visually pleasing in this is Rebecca Ferguson as Jenny mm. Lind, the opera singer. She was mm. serving um, this, who, this thing. Who, like, you know, despite some of the historical inaccuracy in her clothing, always looks, like, dressed to the nines, has, like, a sort of, sultry femme fatale kind of energy to her she does, the yeah. red hair is quiffed wonderfully um yeah. and yeah it's just generally like a serving sort of mistress dangerous woman energy yeah. uh As which I is said, very sexy she was italicized emma stone mm. which she looked really which, which honestly, was a beautiful take what a, what a good take yeah. um yeah. yeah but she's she's what great she's and rebecca goodness. ferguson has been popping up all over the place mm. you might not have clocked it because like she hasn't had like the hugest leading role yet, but she's in um, Doctor Sleep as the baddie. She's in Mission Impossible, the only person to come back in two Mission Impossible films because Tom was like, yeah. "Oh my God, she can go toe to toe with me. Bring her back." It's Ilsa Faust, man. Ilsa fucking Faust. It's not impossible to come back. Yeah, and uh, she's in that terrible movie, The Snowman. It might not be terrible. I have not seen it. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you remember that? that? Train wreck. That's yeah. it, Mr. Police. I gave you all the clues. Yes. yes. Oh, yes. yeah, that is um, supposed to be terrible. <laughs> she in uh, Dune in the upcoming. Is she? Yeah. I didn't know that. With Zendaya. The Greatest yes. Showman reunion. True. True. <laughs> Dune. I mean, with our actual Greatest Showman to me, Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, is that your whole part of for the Greatest Showman, Timothy Chalamet, <laughs> yeah, who does not appear in this book? Timothy Chalamet. Um, he is the Greatest Showman. Um, um, but for you guys, MVPs. Uh, to me, 
it 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 was very close between two people. Um, I will note Michelle Williams was very like the loveliest that she's ever looked. Yeah, she beautifully was styled. She was beautifully yeah, styled. I think she gets better looking with age. Mm. She from Dawson's Creek, um, postcode nine oh one oh eight. Nine oh one oh eight. Um, to uh, now she looks ravishing, but. Really ravishing, even. I yeah, like I mean, ravishing is good. Yeah, I think, no, I think the nice. way she's photographed and styled yeah. is, is very incredible. Incredible scarves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Energy. It really suited her, mm. um, and she gave me more Marilyn energy in this than she did in my week in her week as Marilyn <laughs> <laughs> with another with another friend of the pod, Kenneth B. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen that film. I'm very curious to see his Lawrence Olivia. Um, more on that on our next Mixbot. Mixbot. <laughs> Mixbot. <laughs> That's where okay. we, uh, we get a robot. And yeah. We... We'll talk about it next episode. Anyways, um, my hot butter is Zac Efron. Yes. His hair is amazing. And um, he's generally pretty attractive. I prefer him in this mode and less in the kind of cocaine um, like rugged mode of his. Like I like him when he's like softer in musical theater. You know, when's cocaine? Oh, is that like, like um, when he's like Baywatch? What's it called? Baywatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Baywatch yeah. second. Where he's like roited to hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and he does this voice. Yeah. Which he's, is he's got it speaking in a very low, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah. And it is oh. I've got chills. Yeah, because yeah. you can tell that he's like, it he's is, putting it on a bit, but it, it is feels working right. For me. Yeah. yeah, second runner up Zendaya. And third runner up Rebecca Ferguson. Yeah. Uh, mm. And fourth runner up, not Hugh. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Anyone except Hugh. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, for me, it's also Zach. Like, it's also because he can just fucking hold it. Like, yeah. he holds the scene. He's scenes. got charisma. There's that first scene, like, Oh, fourth runner up, the bartender. We'll talk about it. Oh, yeah. bartender is we'll my most valuable player MVP <laughs> yeah. by so far. It, it's not quite the first scene, but that scene in the bar is just like Hugh is like, "Well, I got a, I got a show, see, and, uh, and he's and he's moving his arms, I'm his legs. It kind of seems like a, a, a bad Jimmy Stewart because Jimmy was a great actor, but like you know, he's big. Um, whereas Zach is just like. I'm not sure if I want to be in this it show. Is so, <laughs> his voice is so hot in this. Yeah. It's honestly. And yeah. like, honestly, if but you watch. But also his hair is very good. We all booed at one point when he put a hat on. Yeah. Yeah. The, in the final scene. So I, it's a fun challenge of like, if you watch this, uh, any kind of scene and like you look at the, the performer standing opposite Hugh Jackman, because Hugh is pretty much not in every scene, but in a lot. And you just kind of tell, like, who's winning? <laughs> who's winning the scene? And uh, most of the time, nearly I mean, all of the time. Almost completely. It's, was it's not here. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, so I guess that's interesting before we get into the film of, like, what do we think about Hugh? Like, where are we at with him? I I've, I feel like I, I, I sort of don't dislike Hugh Jackman, but I, I think I, I've never seen him give a performance beyond, like, perfectly serviceable in this role you know like I've, yeah. I've never been like yes i really want to see hugh jackman in a thing yeah um like i think he's you know like a good enough 
singer. He's a good enough actor. Like, you know, I think his singing voice is good for certain types of roles, but it's not perfect. I don't like his singing things. voice. Yeah. I, think it, I think it works sometimes, but I think it's he's like, got a good voice, but I don't like the tone. Like, it's yeah, not like it's something like in, I would actively listen to. Like, Les Miserables, I feel like he's really miscast in that and as um, Jean Valjean. Yeah, and yeah. His, um, partly it's because his tenor is so nasal and mm. it just doesn't quite, like, mm. yeah, there's so many beautifully rich-voiced people that have played that role that comparing it to him, you're sort of like, oh, this just doesn't quite work. The thing with you for me is that I think I prefer him in interviews and like mm. just as himself as a guy. more than I do him performing because no. I can see the strings with his performance but if he like plays himself and he's like hosted the Oscar, no, uh, the, uh, the Tonys I'm the same I prefer Hugh the most when he's being a showman like yeah. like the he's, he's hosting the Emmys MC, or yeah. hosting the Tonys um, That's a good yeah, observation. Yeah, yeah, so I thought he, I would like him in this because but, it feels like it's a real time. But Katie Barnum is, you know, tortured. Yeah. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. going through things. Yeah. Um, that yeah. doesn't work so well. All right, my history with Hugh, we have a long-standing relationship. <laughs> yeah, right back to the, the boy from... Boy from Oz. Oz. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. I was about to say the boy from Boston, but <laughs> yeah. can you imagine him trying to do a Boston accent? Bo- oh, God. No. Uh, um, I think... Okay, first of all, Hugh Jackman is considered a very attractive man by a lot of people. I don't get it. I just don't. So that's one point. The butter is, <laughs> it's is just, not hot. It's not, it's not, it's not even for me. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. not even sizzling. So uh, there's just all, already a block for me when it cu- comes to like accessing him. But that's okay. I stand a lot of people who I, I don't feel attracted to. Yeah. Um, the acting talent. I like him as a showman. Uh, but when he does anything dramatic, he is way too much. Mm. Exhibit A, Les Miserables. You guys have all seen it. Exhibit B, Prisoners. We'll get into it another time. Where are my daughter? It's too much. <laughs> Exhibit C, any film. <laughs> <laughs> what a read. <laughs> Uh, uh, I hear he's good in bad education, so maybe that'll yeah, turn possibly, it all around. Yeah, I do enjoy him as Wolverine, but I think that's the right energy for their role. But I think, like, not to, I mean, maybe I watch Logan as a read against superhero <laughs> films. Like, you only ever have to be serviceable in those. Yeah, like, that's yeah. not the point. It's not an acting challenge. Yeah, yeah I never feel films. like, unfortunately, he ever elevates the material. I'm mm. like, whoa, he is really like. He works a lot, but it shows. <laughs> like yeah. it's not effortless on screen. Yeah, I'm like, look, he's good enough to play yeah. it. Like it's just not. Well, yeah. to me, I think he's just like uh, he got lucky <laughs> as a musical theater actor. He's just like he's just not screen ready mm. in some ways. Like he's too big for the screen, which you know, for the most part, it's okay. Like it's not that distracting. But like when you're conscious of it, like. I can't not notice it. Like, and, and it's unusual with this film because everyone that he's acting with, like we were joking around who's winning, but like everyone feels like that everyone else feels like they're elevating it yeah. kind of. Not every single one, but a lot of people like Rebecca Well, because Ferguson, we'll talk about the script as well, Becky which is Efron. terrible. Um, but yeah. yeah, like the fact they are kind of working against the material a lot of the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so they need to elevate it and he does not. One other moment that I just want to shout out before we move on from Hot Butter is not a person, but a, a mood, a, a scene. And that, I didn't love the song of it, but the dance between Zach and Zendaya. Oh, it's the, hot. Oh, the, uh, the uh, trapeze scene. Re- re- is it scene. written in the stars? Rewrite the stars. Rewrite the stars. So, like, the the art of trapeze is, is very sexy because yeah. it's so, like, dance just in general is very sexy because it's highlighting the ability and what you can do yeah. with a body. 
which is just so exciting. You're like, oh my God, human beings are so athletic and so like lithe. Mm. And Zendaya really shows that off. Like, I mean, and her stunt double. And it's just nice that that scene it's like, a good thing. No, captured I like, it. like that uh, art form and like showed it no, off really I, well. I liked it. And I think they have solid chemistry. Like we didn't show... Oh, we didn't see enough of, of the relationship to be like, oh, this is one for the ages. But like, nah. there was enough more spark there in that scene than Hugh did with, with either of his leading yeah. ladies. Or, or with Zach. <laughs> like, you know, like yeah. I will ship two people at the drop of a hat. I just could not see it for Zach and, and it, Hugh. And it's fucking dirty. Like they oh, roll in the sand. Yeah. And like later oh, in later oh. in the in the film we get like some smudges of ash on Hugh's no, face. It so it's was... like that's lies. But they're actually they've they've no, rolled. That scene is kinky. It's just, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's rope play, it's bondage, it's like acrobatics, it's hot. And like, you know, it's, like it's Hayden Christensen saying, I don't like sand, it gets Everywhere. Zach would never say such Wait, things. Did you say Hans Christian? Hayden Christensen. <laughs> Hans Christian is also in yeah, yeah, Hayden. That's why he wrote the Snow Queen. He was all about <laughs> the cold He was like, um, fuck that, I'm going to make my heroine a mermaid <laughs> yeah. so that the sand doesn't get into her bed. Um, so I want to talk about my, my favorite my favorite like element of the oh, film. Good model. Bartender. Yes. Unnamed, uh, so, no lines. <laughs> But there is a song in yeah. which, uh, so Hugh Jackman's character, P.G. Barnum, is trying to convince Zac Efron's character, Philip Carlyle, nice. to come and uh, invest in the circus. And they do a song in which they're having a drink at the bar. Yeah. But there is this bartender who has a moustache. Yeah. And he just sort of, everything he does <laughs> in the scene, he just pops in. It's so and it's like everything is rhythmic and fast. And he's just like, pop, pop. And like every moment that this bartender yeah. is on screen, I'm so like, this is the most dynamic so guy. He's like, well, it's so he's good. Like, also, he's like pouring shots. He's pouring shots. Yeah. He's, he's like wiping the bar. The floor. He does this little sweep across. Yeah, it starts it's great. Because like the filmmaking is supporting him like in a way that's actually like working in that scene and you're like oh well this is kind of synchronicity between bar bar person and the filmmaking and you're like you know he pops in but then there's this whole bit where he is serving um shots or like reacting when Zach and Hugh are shaking it's hands, framed in and such then you get way. to see him it's do beautiful. his full yeah. routine, and you're it's like, "No, nah, that guy's it's working." It's framed in such a way that I think the focus is supposed to be on Zach and That's Hugh, right. yeah. and he's supposed to be he's in the background, but he's right in the middle. And I'm like, I am looking at no one but bartender. Yeah, right? <laughs> and he's doing these little expressions the with his mouth. Born. Of like, yeah, he doesn't know. He just goes, no, but it's like we it, have to figure out who this person is. We had to look him up. Yeah, phone, IMDb. Like, let's IMDb this. What I want to say is just that scene is just like because of him was just. So full of joy. The song is trash. Like. I mean, like, yeah, we're gonna we'll get into the bananas. Uh, but I just want to say, like, in terms of my previous relationships yeah. with anybody here, Pasek and Paul, the songwriters for this, are like long known, long so, nemeses of mine. Right, look, so this this film already has two like okay. strikes with two members of the panel. Yeah, we one already against had you and one against Pasek, Pasek and Paul. Paul. Okay, I I bring great. News. Oh, okay. Um, please welcome to the stage. Is he in to the dais. Well? Please like, let me know. This is to the pantheon. This is great. Okay. Let's introduce. So he is the assistant choreographer <gasps> for the ah. Greater Showman, <gasps> and earns some notice as the silent bartender who rhythmically serves drinks to oh, Philip. Oh, you are catching me. But oh. do you want to know something even better? What? What? His name is called Cloud. Daniel Cloud Campos, but he goes by Cloud. <laughs> I was like, Cloud. 
So he's Atlas. Cloud Crampons. Yeah, and he's danced with Madonna. There he is. Just Love it, Cloud. With Madonna. Oh, Cloud. He looks quite different. Um, but I'm pretty sure it is the same man. I mean, man I, because... there can be nobody else that could no. have earned a claim as the silent dancing bartender. Yeah, so. it, it was certainly not the other Cloud one. Cloud Campos, I stand. I have oh, to I say. Oh, I love Cloud. Also, <laughs> I'm Cloud, your work. amazing. This what a is good like, name. This yeah. is huge. Yeah. This is like how I feel when I saw the the end credits for Benjamin Button and saw Mahershala Alashbaz Ali come up <laughs> yeah. and was like, this is a man He's I must remember. <laughs> and and you know what? And now he's just more, he's dropped the hush bars, but he's yeah, more, more than, famous than ever. Well, look, more than ten years later, he's got two Oscars. I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. wild that he got that second one for Green Book, and he was like, oh, "Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can't yeah. wait until all this press is over. <laughs> I can put this behind me." No, at least he has one for a good film. Yeah, it's like that second Christoph Waltz win for Django Unchained. Mm. Didn't need it. He already has one for playing the same thing in Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. Janelle Monet is very good in that, that scene too during, yeah. you know, in those early years. Like Moonlight? she goes that... In Moonlight. Yeah, in Moonlight. Moonlight, yeah. Moonlight now. Um, <laughs> yeah, Janelle Monet like, was in the greatest show. Wait, she, wait, she is the greatest showman. <laughs> okay, who is the greatest showman? <laughs> the greatest showman that exists. It's Janelle Monet. She's very good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But she, good is, she is an arch android, so does she count? True, true. I mean, I mean, she's, she's the next spot, right? Transition. She's the yeah. next spot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, we got to talk about this bottles. film. Um, so we've had yeah. we've been on Cloud Nine. Yes. Um, uh, now, Jim thinks there's some nice production design in this film. Yeah, um, I like the yeah. costume design for the most part. Mostly, so there is one Zendaya dress when they go to the theater. We're both just like no. <laughs> Zendaya lime pulls it off. Green, lime green. But also not just lime green. It's like it's yeah, lime it's green like, with ruffles that are. It's it's, it's very. Too much. I found the ruffles it's weird. Disgusting. On, okay. I, now I've forgotten her name. I'm sorry, but the ruffles on the bearded lady as well. Kiala Settle. Yeah. Kiala Settle. Oh, Kiala. Character. She had like odd ruffles. No, I didn't like her dresses. Chest. Her dress. Yeah. 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 Kiala Settle uh, was a huge part of like the um, I guess popularity of this film as well. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of like a breakout role for her. Mm. But I was actually surprised with how small her part yeah, was. I thought yeah. it would be much bigger. But I guess I thought because this, was, this is my, me, yeah. it's her big song and it was the breakout song. Yeah, I thought this was going to be like, it. well, because yeah. she was kind of a face of the movie as well. Like, yeah. So I yeah. thought she, it was this going to be like a meaty supporting role. But it's not. It's, it's not very really. much yeah, like yeah, she yeah. has a one song and we'll, yeah, we'll get to like the context of the song. Which and she is, holds her yeah. own in the acting scenes, but she doesn't get many. But it doesn't get very much to do. Yeah. Um, and doesn't yeah. get a plot. And like all of the oddities, which are, yeah, the, the people that are working in the circus, like don't really get much of like a nah. clear They get a whole line. montage where... It's like one montage where yeah. some, yeah. some of the montages are nice there is one ballet montage where it's like the daughter like learning ballet and then she does like a twirl and then it is that a montage that's just a transition oh no a transition sorry it's a transition <sighs> whatever um, well that's when the montage yes, this film. Yes. the film feels like it like fucking calmed down after that it's that first montage which is a banana we'll, so we'll get to that but uh we're what else to our like? last bottles oh um, I, I have I have one that I, I want to shout out um, we mentioned Rebecca Ferguson earlier. She has a scene yeah. that is, well, her first scene. We'll yeah. talk about it later. But um, there is a scene where, uh, you know, the context around it was, this is... Sorry, is, I have a correction. It's not a scene. It was uh, her scene. 
absolutely. The scene for her. Absolutely, I should show uh, the respect. So the context yeah. of it is uh, Barnum has sort of kind of abandoned his old circus ways and he's mm-hmm. gone off with Jenny Lynn, the opera singer, mm-hmm. uh, who's, you know, a legitimate claim to fame. And they, they're yeah, like, she's not a freak. She's not an oddity. Yeah. She's an attraction. So, and they're clearly, like, besotted with each other because yeah. um, he's just standing watching her admiringly for behind the scenes, but he is married. Yeah. Uh, and so they're on tour. Damn that marriage. And so there's this big scene in which well, she it's weird because of, it's weird because, like, it looks like Hugh is falling for Jenny mm. and Jenny's under the impression that he is but uh, he, and he might be but yeah. he still he doesn't want to do anything because he's married which so, is yeah which so is Matt, admirable the, uh, I guess the stage is, is yeah. ready and, and then you know they, they have this conversation where, where Hugh again is failing and, uh, <laughs> uh, and not quite holding up his end of the scene no and Rebecca is just really essentially just making conversation with him and once they get to the point where he breaks her heart she's just like well I'm just one of your little acts Little, and, little acts. And then uh, she, just, she just looks at him sensually and, and all the heartbreak in her eyes. And, and then she saunters away so gracefully. She's got those tears, like, just yeah. beautifully held. Corner. Just and, then, and then the scene the after, head. she sings the reprise of her first song. And at the end, she gives him the kiss. It's so scandalous. Mm. And she's just like, and he's like, what's that for? And she's like, it's goodbye. And everybody has also photographed this. Oh, which, absolutely. Uh, his wife, not a fan of yeah. later on. Though it takes quite a while for that news to go. There's like quite yeah. a big chunk of scenes. Well, yeah, he's hanging out with Michelle. <laughs> and they're like, oh, happy families. And like, then the fire happens. All the fire scene happens oh, before. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, there's some pacing stuff in this film. Um, I, I, d- I would say the one thing I didn't like about Rick Ferguson's performance, though, is her, is her lip sync. Oh, <laughs> so like, but that first, is kind of yeah. camp. Yeah. You know, like yes, a little bit. Maybe. It's funny though, because like when she was introduced, she had like this big fuck off gown, and we we're like, "Who the fuck <laughs> is this? <laughs> Who's this mm. gonna be?" And then we she don't see her face for yeah, ages. Yeah. And we were like, "She like does not we have a face. moments before we were introduced to Queen Victoria, and they did not hold that. They were just like, "There's a face, and it's very boring." They're just like, <laughs> "I don't know, it's somebody, somebody." Yeah, some check. It's pretty boring. Oh, <laughs> they did actually. They did like build up Queen Victoria a little bit but it, the payoff wasn't it wasn't good. it wasn't a name they should have gotten a name for Queen yeah, Victoria yeah even young Victoria like, yeah just get Emily Blunt in there yeah, yeah. get Elle Fanning like yeah. come on yeah. okay yeah anyways um no, and then and then we see her, and she has this messy hair. Yeah, I'm like no. The hair, the hair styling, generally pretty good in this film. That was a that was a misstep, a real no. misstep. Yeah. And then and so she's introduced as this really like rock star opera singer, mm. and then we see her perform <laughs> with this very non opera song is, like, at all. Kind of yeah, Adele back catalog. Yeah, kind of how we thought oh, it was. It feels oh so my god! Um, like we were talking about how Adele should have been. Cast as this role, but no, Rebecca Ferguson. No, no, there was more acting. We haven't seen it yet. Adele as Queen Victoria. Yeah. Oh, maybe a bit. Come on, Victoria the Musical. Come on. Why would you not? Why would you cast Adele in something? I know, but no, no. But apart from that, Victoria the Musical. Victoria with Adele. I love it. What are the big like? I see it. I see it. The big beats for Victoria are like. Albert. Albert. Yeah. What happens there? They like uh, in love. They're in love that he dies and then yeah. she's oh, in nice, mourning the rest nice. of her life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's not. Never she's mind, not... I'll find no. an Albert like you. Well, sort of not that because yeah. she never marries again. Yeah. True. <laughs> she's That's not, what you think. She's not but... as dramatic as Elizabeth. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, her husband is a, uh, a cockering, so. Yeah. yeah. I'm just trying to think about the Adele songs that fit in with Albert. Hello? Yeah, let the sky fall, but it's not sky fall. Let's uh, let the the man fall, 
Yeah, did he fall off a cliff or something? Uh, not no. that I'm aware of. Uh, that would have <laughs> no. been great for this. The, that would have been really handy. Yeah, the man fall. Not quite. Okay, so he might have been rolling in the grave though. Talking of action and rolling about, uh, another bottle that I have oh, is oh, the. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh yeah. The Rebecca Ferguson performance, where she is singing the yeah. not uh, upper yes. song. So it's I, we feel like it probably is lip synced. I don't know. If that's yeah, but, uh, but she's you know, doing this she's doing some weird motion. hand moves. It's she's like doing a hula. Like, what is, <laughs> yeah, and it's very distracting. So like what it, and, and what the, the film is, is asking to do is like it's that singing in the rain thing with that um, annoying squeaky girl uh, who's brilliant. <gasps> Lena she's, Lamont. She's incredible. Played by Jean Hagen. <laughs> yeah, uh, has to sing along to um, a song. The song. By God, I know no one's name. Debbie Reynolds. By Debbie saying, Reynolds, yeah, yeah. and so it's very hard to lip sync yeah. along to a song. And um, like, it, the, and Rebecca's doing her best. I just I want to defend her because I love much. her as an actor, but yeah. it's too much. The, the hand motions. I'm was, just thinking like it's just she's not a singer and she doesn't know what you do when you sing. So yeah. she's just yeah. standing there going, and like, the, I guess oh, this. The camp <laughs> part of it was just like everyone's framing of just like everyone yeah. was like besotted well, by she, her she, singing, going through the thought process of like, what do you do when you're fucking owning the stage and like, I'm gonna move at, my hands like I'm like, pushing away waves. Kiala Settle is right there. She knows that this is not the best. <laughs> yeah. And she but, has to look wild but and also, amazed. Re- like, while she's singing, there is a moment in the song where, like, Zendaya and Zac Efron have not talked at all, but there is clear sexual tension between them. And Which they've stand- been working. Yeah. They're standing, standing next to each other and their fingers, like, interlace. That classic hands. reaching out the pinky. Yeah, and it's like electric. And then a moment Mommy later, there are two old white people who were never introduced. Yeah, I, I guess from the context of like their they, appearance, but they they, that parents, was not introduced at that point. Introduced. They give him a stern look, and, and then like, he just like, oh. and then he just like pulls his hand back, and she's and like. That- that was the point where we we're like, are they going to do racism yeah. in this film? Well, because this is so such like a glorious, like rosy-eyed kind of depiction of life. I was like, oh yeah, racism. That's right. Exists. That exists in this world mm. because it. Uh, we have not seen much hardship and and toughness. Yeah. Everything's in this all life. Good, I do. I much. do like about this film the kind of. I guess they did away, for, like not all the time, but like of like that convention of like parents looking like their children, siblings looking like... It's like a very theatrical choice because, like, P.T.'s dad did not look like him. There is nobody that's related yeah. to anyone in this film <laughs> and, that looks and like is, 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 not, and is not Yaya um, Abdul-Mateen is not, uh, not cast as siblings. siblings. Her and Yaya. They have does not make sense. Also, congratulations, <laughs> both of you are Emmy winners now this year. Yes. Um, for yeah. And um, Yaya just got cast in something and we we're trying to remember what it was. I'm going to have a little hunt. Don't worry, you guys chat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Zendaya. Also, yeah, any other final bottles, really? Before we um, I I kind of well. like the the production design and the costume mm-hmm. design. The, we should talk about that already. Yeah, yeah. the um, yeah. the feel of this was very pop, and I there's a merit to that, but there's also uh, yeah, that's not. The, I feel like they could have. It works in some sometimes, and it doesn't work. I feel like times. yeah, they're trying. They're, they're sort of t- borrowing from the Baz Luhrmann school of mm. anachronism, but they haven't really studied that hard. 
<laughs> I have great news. Yaya has been cast not only in The Matrix 4, but is also in the next Mad Max film, which is a oh, great Oh, I see. that's what it was. I see yeah. that oh, cool. um, my oh, other... also, also, Yaya is in The Trial of the Chicago 7, which is going to come up on Netflix sometime soon. I think soon. that's going to be a mixed bag. Like, I've <laughs> yeah. heard wild things. We'll see. We'll see how um, we go. But we'll see. Sasha Baron Cohen, Josh Gordon-Levitt. Like, it's, it's Mark Rylance. Yeah. Um, my Other Bottle is when the tone of this film takes a completely different tone. Oh, sure, yes. Where a fight breaks out with the bigots um, who hate the oddities uh, and and the oddities, and suddenly people are attached to wires and flying into the air. It's an incredibly superhero-ish looking yeah. there, there is a uh, large There is, is a large is... man who is part of the oddities, and he uses his belly to, <laughs> to push bounce. a man out of the, the screen. It's, it's, just, it's just amazing. It's just like visual comedy (laughs) and pleasure but also completely like (laughs) separate from the entire plot like what was it like is it trying to go for comedy because it achieved it but it doesn't feel like it was aiming for it I feel like it was just trying to be like an epic fight yeah it feels like something out of a superhero alright I think we're I think we're ready for the bottles we've got all those coke bottles out of it oh yeah okay so bananas times so um, none of the songs, they're catchy, but they're like cotton candy, and they're instantly I, I, so gone. This is, what I, this is the whole thing. Go, go, I, I've been very, Take the floor. I've Take been the floor. very resistant yeah. to watching this film, because I do not like Patrick and Paul. They have written a number of musicals, including... James, uh, who do you hate from the film? Dear Evan Hansen. <laughs> Um, and like they have occasional like good songs. I don't think all of their songs are terrible, but in general, like I, like I, I really, think Dear Evan like, Hansen is stronger than this. Waving oh, yeah. through a window and stuff is. I would say generally where they kind of struggle. I mean, they're go, weak, on, go, weak on a go. number of levels. Do it, but like go. I think particularly after Blood go in the lyrics in these are just like. <laughs> Could be anything. The lyrics could be just like go to Rhyme Zone and find the first couple of rhymes. They're so Take generic. Take that ben. Rhyme Zone. Take that Pasek. It's, it's, <laughs> it's, so, it's so generic, and it it feels like yeah, it's just kind of general platitudes, and it doesn't feel specific. And I think specificity in lyrics is like a key part of what makes good musical theater writing important. It's how it's storytelling and songs. Absolutely and these are just agree. kind of generic pop songs based yeah. on kind of a feel of this moment. Well, and you can kind of choose what you want to do with a song if you want to tell the narrative. But like all of these songs are just like, this is how I feel and I deserve to be here. But, it's, but, but it's, the thing is like, it's each of these songs, it kind of uses the sense that's like, I'm blinded by the lights. Tonight yeah, it's, is when it's it will, very, I, will, I will fight the for my for dream. It. I will, like... Yeah. It's basic. Yeah, it's basic. Yeah. It's generic. It's Benjamin basic. And it's, yeah. yeah. Um, basic. I also What's think the, the music itself the is... Ball. <laughs> yeah. I, I also no, think that the... No, his name is I think it's Benjamin. I don't remember what Paul's like first acid. name is. I don't know. Um, Paul. Aaron Paul. <laughs> Aaron Paul from it's Breaking Bad. true. Um, yeah, I also feel like the music's really basic as well. Like, yeah. It's just very simple and like. I, I will give This Is Me its due because it is a catchy song. It's an earworm, yeah. It I is feel, an yeah. earworm. It's not the best song. I, would... I think just because something is catchy but, is not necessarily mean it's good. Also, and maybe I, that's just my own taste. No, I think, in terms it, of what sort I think of an earworm like. is but, yeah. a legitimate. I also like, think about how it's performed. Yeah. Like, because. Oh my god, I've forgotten her name again, sorry. Kiala said. Kiala, like. How she performs that song feels like Epic. part of the yeah. iconicness yeah. of it. Yeah, that's sung by and someone else. And it's such else. an like, anthem for for a lot of people, especially like 
people who uh, relate to the oddities. But I mean, it's like it's just it's so generic. Yeah, that it can be. Well, in to it. me, the thing the thing <laughs> about the good like, thing about like I don't love this as me. It's just raw. But there is like there is. Firework. I think there is a genius mm. to creating a good earworm that'll like stay in your ear. There's like a science to it. It's the production, maybe not the lyrics, but that soaring in the chorus, it gets me some of the time. Yeah, it's about <laughs> like hooks and stuff like that. It's not really about lyric writing. But yes, the lyric writing, not good. Because it's always just like, I'm going to do this. I can achieve oh, my I, dream. I, I just feel like there's just a very empty, there's an emptiness to this sort of yes, song. Yes, there writing. is, there and is. And it's yeah. like, it's very four chordy. It's oh, yeah. very like, oh, and then we just do like, a, we're going to do a key change at this particular moment. I we're going to repeat I, the thing. We're going to do a lot of third harmonies. Like it's very, it's just, yeah, it's like quite basic. I and didn't like, mind I don't mind it. It for, sounds um, nice, but it's just not, it doesn't sound bad. It sounds nice. It's just not. I didn't mind the songs for La La Land, but then Some it of, doesn't it doesn't really like affect the musicalness I think, of it. I would that. say that yeah. songs on La La Land are stronger generally yeah. than yeah. this. And I think there are there are there is definitely a, a variety of quality in mm. La La Land with the music. But like I would say yeah, they're more like they have more personality to them. Yeah, they're more tied to the more character. Like, and also they have a better director anything. at the helm. Like yeah. it's just a much better yeah. film than this. Um, I'm not even a huge La La Land. Fan. I don't know what. But this I think there's a musical. There's done. a musical personality to yeah. La La Land, and that there is not. Here. What's that? Sir? I like, don't know what else. What yeah. other work this filmmaker has done? Mr. Gracie. Yeah. I don't know. I've never I heard of this person. Yeah. Um, um, the yes, filmmaking. This banana. <laughs> the filmmaking in general is really weird. There's just like. There's choreography for choreography's sake and just like music. Like there's like the nail um, tapping that yeah. has to be on time. It's there's like, like a, there's like a it dance. It feels like they're going to go into a song, but then yeah, they don't. There's a dance sequence bit. where like, um, like they're on the roof and like Michelle Williams' skirt flies up and all the sheets have to fly. It just is very corny to me and the choreography to me, I just don't like. I it's, think it's like. It's corny. Do okay. you want to know what other films are supposed to be? Yeah, sure, go ahead, go, go ahead. Okay. Sugar Babes, Shape. Don't know what that is. I mean, maybe a music video for the Sugar yeah. Babes. So, yeah, so Sugar Babes. Uh, Natasha Bedingfield. So, I guess they're music, music videos. Alicia Dixon, The Boy Okay, Dance like... So, a music, music video. Videos. Greatest Showman, Come Alive. Like music video, yeah. The Greatest Showman sing-along. That's the... Me, the, the, the this movie is a music, music video. That's it. So, yeah, it's a music video director, yeah. and that makes 100% sense yeah. because the other huge criticism of this is that this a lot of the time this feels like music videos that have been okay. kind of linked together. Particularly the start. The first 20 minutes or so it just feel ruthless. like you're just watching okay. music it's videos. It's fucking vicious whiplash. Yeah. So, like, Michelle Williams is actually working not very hard for her standard, but, like, pretty hard to make it kind of, like, believable between the two of them. Whatever. But you just can't believe it because it's, like, their love story is, like, literally well, based on a montage. Well, the, the thing that I did find quite interesting was there's, like, a kind of a almost a supernatural kind of relationship between uh, the P.T. Barnum and, and Charity because they dance so hard that Michelle Williams' character becomes pregnant. And I thought that was quite interesting. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how you make babies. Yeah. yeah. So, like, yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm <laughs> learning day by day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yep. so what I mean <laughs> is it literally <laughs> pans over. They've been dancing on the rooftops, pan over, he's holding, and then suddenly that belly is swell. <laughs> Yeah, um, swelly belly. <laughs> but honestly, this in this first montage, which is within the what, the time that me and James watched it on the plane, yeah. uh, we have both these characters meeting as children, not exchanging any words, but just looking at each other. Mm, uh, yeah. Apparently, somehow caring so much about each other that they write together for years. We also have that Teddy uh, Barnum's dad da just like dies. Died, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. He's an orphan wandering the streets. They grow up. Somehow, he gets big enough that he can come and ask.
ask for her hand despite her disapproving father. Yeah. Well, he turns into Hugh Jackman. It's one song. I think there is something to love at first sight, but it just wasn't executed well. But in yeah, it's, I feel like also love at first sight, but then you have to like show them <laughs> the spark, like yeah. meeting. Yeah. Like it, it sort of acted like they'd already had a conversation. Yeah, we got sure. To first yeah. conversation, and I was, it didn't act like a first conversation. Give me that. Give me that fun home like speak singing like hello. Yeah. What was your name? <laughs> I'd like to know. I'm Charity. Okay. Also, James. James called just the, James call, is just composing. Yeah. Also, right now James called the, the the girl a butterface. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Like, is, it, is it like her face looked like butter? I guess. Yeah. It just wasn't. Uh, I don't know. Just sometimes people just don't look quite right for the role. Uh, and this girl looked perfectly generic. She's fine. Yeah, but she just looks... generic. She doesn't look like she's going to turn into Michelle Williams. And that boy did not look like he was going to turn into the greatest showman ever. <laughs> oh my God, the beginning. Oh my God. How does the beginning start? Oh it's yeah. Start. The dream sequence. It starts with this year. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the moment you're waiting for. Boom, 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 boom. I didn't, I don't hate that. I it's a lot, TikTok. but I like that it started big. Mm. I was like, oh, this is I mean, theatrical. it definitely does show lot. you what it is. Like, it shows you it's spade, like, yeah. it's a spade from the beginning. Like, yeah, it's... Um... What is that expression? I think I'm using that wrong. <laughs> well, well technically, it's quite racist. Is it? <laughs> like, yeah, spade is actually a slur. Oh, <laughs> But people, it's no longer racist. <laughs> Nobody realizes that. I but apparently, that's where it but it's not great originates. to be carrying on. Sure. Yeah, oh, sure. Okay. I see. You learn something every day. <laughs> um, Speaking of racism, this film... Tries just, to tackle some. <laughs> yeah, but also just, like, kind of ignores a lot of P- the P- real-life P.T. Barnum oh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yes, like there's, well, there's. I mean, firstly, well, I mean, this is the the like the whole film's the like whole egregious thing of like we of literally this. have a film that is saying P.T. Barnum was this great guy. He's a oh, hero. He, he kind of liked this other woman. He had his heart in the right he's place. He's kind of a dick, but you know, like, but that's not enough of uh, uh, condemnation. It's like, isn't it fucking egregious? It's like and then it made Barnum, tons like, of money. All this expo- exploitation of the other people, that all of them, and animals, and animals, and which like, they didn't even touch. Yeah, they're just like, oh, cool, we have elephants, and I'm like, right, are they all good? Are they happy to be? Here? They were not. Where was the lady who was the slave that you bought? The, <laughs> you were like the oldest woman in the world. Like, and it's just like where the, all these yeah, was, all these oddities are like. Also it's an act of for their exploitation. Labor. But also <laughs> the thing is like there were some hints of that. So there was like the Oriental quote unquote characters that are in the background that they, they never get any never lines. get any lines. The Siamese twins like they never get any lines. No. Speaking of lines, there is a little person in the <laughs> yeah, cast. Who we, uh-huh. we are certain is, uh, yeah, it's uh, overdubbed. overdubbed by... He, well, he is the first, like, oddity that um, Joins Hugh Jackman the sees. And, yeah, joins. And plays, like, he plays, like, a Napoleon-type And he speaks very sparingly, but it, we feel very certain. And we, we I don't know, but it's just, it seems like it, his voice doesn't quite match with... The it, performer. It, yeah, yeah. It's, it's either, like, this is a performer with a very unexpected voice, which maybe is the case, but yeah. otherwise it's all just ADR dubbed over Yeah, because the voice else. doesn't match it the doesn't mouth. doesn't match his mouth quite. Yeah. It's like, yeah, and so it's just very weird <laughs> and, like, yeah. distancing. And you watch it, you're just like, what? <laughs> so, yes, this film does not indict P.T. Barnum enough. It's, I mean, like, and, and I mean, I, I did not expect that it No, was. absolutely not. But, but it's it just, would have been maybe a more I interesting movie. I think the central movie, issue of this film is that it takes as it. its hero a person who was pretty deplorable. Also, like, <laughs> also, even, like, we were screening around the, you know, Zach 
Efron saves racism earlier. Yeah, well, this but is that's the whole not thing. even that's not even explored enough. This is yeah. the problem. Yeah, it's like I, when they had racism come up, and I was like, oh no, they're not going to have the time or care to like give this a proper treatment, and, and they, they did, did not. not. They're just like basically it's sort of like ah, oh, Zendaya is not brave enough to be uh, in a relationship with Zac Efron because she's afraid that people will um you know like look down on them for the interracial relationship. But then after he survives a fire, she changes her mind, and it's all good. Yeah. And it's just like, okay, well, well great, cool. She's been braised. We saw. <laughs> oh, he been, was. He he's was been braised. braised. He's, been, he's been roasted. He's been braised. <laughs> he's been bruised. This is who and, he wants to be. Yeah. I have confirmation that yeah, um, Tom Thumb, who is the character, oh, is was that why he's called Tommy? And uh, as well as Rebecca Ferguson singing voice. Okay. Um, we knew. We we got an instinct I mean, yeah, these things. Yeah. You can, you can tell. Um. Yeah, yeah. So this is the other huge issue here is that like I feel like if you wanted to do this in a more kind of interesting and probably historically accurate, even though I know historical accuracy is not what they're going for, but like a more interesting, giving voice Definitely to the more voiceless type yeah, way, absolutely. then like, yeah, really focus on the oddities characters and like yeah, what so. it feels like to be in this circus. And when you've got this complicated relationship with somebody who has given you a job and given you independence, but also like, you know, is using your difference as an exploitative thing. That especially with the oddities and you know how This Is Me is the breakout song? Yes. I did not expect the context where it came from. So the from. context yeah. of this song is literally like, we're at the opera uh, and the auditors are like, whoa, that was a great performance. We want to come into this party. Um, and, and then uh, Barnum is just like, no. Uh, you're not no, allowed you guys are going to go out the I'm back. Sorry, you can't guys. come into the party. I'm sorry, guys. This, this is a very crowded room, so... I don't think you'll fit in here. Yeah, <laughs> he just doesn't want to see, be um, seen with And he, he closes the door because yeah. he, he rejects them. Um, and so then they start singing the song because uh, they're sad because they've been rejected by yeah. Barnum. Which I was like, okay, a song uh, it's here. It's a tangential... But, but like, then, it's not even enough of a motivation for me to sing that. I'm like, like, I feel like not that level of song. Like, yeah. I feel like a song. A song, going yeah, in. yeah. But I'm also like, this is... They have, we haven't really seen this building. Yeah. We haven't yeah. really seen, like, him showing more and more, like... There's been a couple of Neglect. hints of it, but it hasn't been... It's, this is really yeah. the first thing where we sort of see something from their perspective. And, and then they react this... This they react, do this huge, huge song, song. Out of, like a bit out of proportion. Um, that's a big whole montage, including them seeing it in the show. Yeah, and then and nothing happens. And they still work for it. They're still working there. We see no fallout also, from this. Also, when they were performing it on the show, the crowd was. They know every single. The one. crowds kept joining it, like, but it's, oh, it's, it's musical oh, theater world. They're yeah, just this yeah, in sure. your own world. Um, but but like, yeah, nothing happens. There are no consequences. And at some point, when when PT is down and out. They love yeah. him again. They all just Man. come back and yeah. he's changed in no way. They just so, come to the like, bar where bartenders no longer work. The only like, shift that really happens is like <laughs> Zach is like, hey guys, I guess he's off on tour. No, sorry. Hey guys, I guess he's off on tour again. And everyone's like, yeah, all good, Zach. Chill out. Why don't we watch High School Musical 3 together? Yeah. He's like, yeah, yeah. But sure. they all love Zach. Why don't they just uplift Zach? I know. And like, yeah. ditch. Well, they should just ditch him. Well, this is the thing. I thought, because I knew that Zach ended up like in charge of the thing at right. the end. And I assumed we were going to gradually see P.T. Barnum become a dick and become corrupted by his fame. And then Zach was like, I'm taking charge. 
That didn't end up happening. No. Um, they <laughs> amiably came together because, of course, BT has to be this hero. Yeah, yeah. and um, he quits to go spend more time with his family. Yeah. yeah, well, I, I, one bad prediction that I had was I thought Michelle Williams was gonna die. I wanted has, some she, big death. Well, she has no, a, there's a big fire. She, well, but also she had a lot of like dying framing scenes. Yeah, She's yeah. always in bed. She's very like pallid. Strong Miss Havisham energy. Yeah, like yeah. like um, Forrest's mum and Forrest Gump energy. Yeah. Where she's yes. always just in the bed. If you're wearing like a shawl and you've <laughs> yeah, got like yeah. a wrap, you're on your and way a out. Scarf. It's very like she's coded. on his way out. It's um, coded consumption. But she did She wasn't. Now, Kaz, are you? Do you know the musical Barnum? Well, I do not. Right. I've got to say, I, I I cannot give you any yeah any any saying whether this is better or worse. Yeah, there is a Broadway. <laughs> well, there is Barnum. something definitely better than this, which does center the narratives of uh, the oddities, which is the 1931 film Freaks by um, Frankenstein director Todd Browning. Yes. And if you haven't seen this film, it is incredible. It features um, such a performers who were actual sideshow performers, a whole array, array, and it just, it absolutely rules. It like, it's it's a horror film, but like focusing mm. on their stories and their mistreatment um, by their owners. It's funny because we haven't really had a lot of films like taking influence from freaks, really. Like, I think focusing like, on those types Ryan of... Ryan Murphy like, has kind of explained I guess. Oh, yeah, but, but Ryan like, Murphy but yeah, no, terrible 100% to, yeah, like the off. wrong person no. to do that. Of anything. Well, I mean, yeah. it's just, it feels like a continuation of where these kind of P.G. Barnum's show came yeah. from, yeah. of like, oh, I'm so fascinated by this. And like, they're using this kind of narrative of like, oh, well, let's elevate these stories and let's like tell them how they're different and stuff. But by and large, you're still just... It's set dressing, and you're still wanting Absolutely. all of the, I mean, well, either a hollow cotton candy, like, wow, uplifting, tell your stories, or like, yeah, oh, everything's so fucked up and stuff like that, which is very ableist and, yeah, um, problematic. Racist, that's probably, yes. and racist, yeah. yeah. I, that's kind of what I'm lobbing yeah, without having yeah. seen it at more Ryan Murphy's kind of uh, area, but... Mm. To some extent, to this one. As well. I think one of the huge fundamental problems of this film was just storytelling. Yeah, yeah. like things just happen. happen. Things just happen, or, they, they, or things feel like they're going to have a consequence, but they don't have a consequence. Yeah. Or they feel like, oh, you guys know this. You're sad that Michelle, but like, um, is sad that Hedy Barnum is leaving, sequence, and it's like, no, I don't know her. I yeah, never but, met her. Well, the sequence of events just like seem to happen. They don't make logical sense. Like they kind of make sense in a simplistic way, but not in a satisfying way. The like, sense of time is also yeah, really bad. Like, it's they, weird. The whole the sequence in which Barnum like manages to go from being poor to being rich because yeah. he's got this like new museum oh he to a circus. It's like very very like fast and there's no sense of like was this a year was this like a, a month was this like a week mm. how did how, how long did this take? Also, do you remember when we thought he was playing that banker guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so weird. I saw this trailer and like uh, the trailer for The Greatest Showman and if you watch it. Uh, the, for a second, it looks like that the guy playing the banker with the mustache is, and like, is bald. He's bald and he's yeah. got a mustache. It does look very. If you see in the trailer, it yeah. looks like um, Hugh is playing like a secondary his, role. Yeah, his banker. And I was like, oh, that's kind of weird and inspired. Of like, oh, that's the life you could lead if you stayed in the boring yeah. way as banker. Again, they don't even again, that. another not, year twelve English observation <laughs> oh, from sorry. James. Yeah, I, love yeah. it. Yeah. I love this interpretation. I mean, this is a very year twelve energy of like. Wow. Yeah. All you have to do is just put yourself out and there I, and be I, you. I yeah. also want to know um, this um, this episode's insult of the week. Last episode, it was Ghost Girl. <laughs> this this episode's Peanuts. Peanut. Uh, 
Which is what uh, um, one of the daughters is. Or like the other ballet him. girls are mean to yeah. uh, Barnum's daughter, who yeah. is and they uh, call him nouveau King. riche. <laughs> yeah. um, is there anything else we'd care to talk about what in was, The Greatest So, Showman? like, I like this framing of, like, people's scenes. And Michelle gets a scene as well. Oh, you were talking about good scene. Yeah, um, good Rebecca On Ferguson. the beach has a passion. Yeah. Because, oh, oh, well, okay. the funny thing is, she gets a scene that you think is going to be her scene. It's, it's not her where scene. she is storming out yeah. on old Hugh, who has been a real fuck Ooh, i'm just dick. gonna say He's a fuck hole. and then she is like what do you think i'm doing here but it's not that good it's she's not, just like it's fine she's it's like perfunctory. i'm very sad yeah. and i'm leaving actually and then she slams the door we're supposed to feel sad but it was like that wasn't her scene well we thought it was and we were like yeah, yeah. well michelle didn't didn't live she up didn't to the land challenge it. she didn't land it but late in the game so hugh comes back and tries to win her over yeah yeah she they think that the, this is when the oddities come back to him for whatever reason for some reason they decide to come back yeah. and uh yeah. join him again and he just runs runs through the, well, the he, town he to get onto the to train the, to the so that mansion he can get first to the, no he's got to get to the got that's how he gets train, to the mansion the oh sorry yeah, yeah sorry yeah i'm jumping get onto ahead. the cgi train yeah 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 and it's uh as matt's observed while watching it this isn't little woman he didn't earn that little woman no moment. joe uh, march is the ceo of running through the street i'm also yeah. just like where you is he are running the, to like you are the intern unpaid it's unclear like how the all of his previous employees coming into the bar and so singing to him yeah. inspires him to run know. to his wife. He is not. Like, he's not it's Harry. Not he's not Harry from when Harry met Sally. No. And I, there would. He is not beep from beep. Who is a cancelled director that we won't <laughs> what mention. Is this? Well, you can guess. It's, Who's running? Who runs in the street at a forest? No, like a cancelled <laughs> director. Know that. You can That's say so... Schmoody Schmallen if it's him. Yeah, Schmoody Schmallen and Schmanhattan. Oh, he okay, the I, mean, I guess that's... Yeah. Anyway, cancel director, I guess. <laughs> yes, um, okay, I just didn't get what you were saying. Yeah. I don't okay. know, I haven't seen it. Uh, cool. So then he goes to the big old mansion, and Big Dad, who used to have huge hair, but now oh, he's got shitty little hair, I just... <laughs> um, of Michelle Williams. He does have shitty little hair, it looks bad. Um, shitty little hair is, is the new <laughs> the sequel to Big Little Eyes. This <laughs> is just jigging the time, being like, let's we're, clock we're off soon. still talking we're, about this, are we? We're wrapping okay. up. We're anyway, so he is like, I need to see my wife. And uh, he's like, Sh- daddy uh, of No, daddy Michelle. has always cut him down. He'll yeah. always be he's the always Taylor hated son. Hugh. Yeah. Always a Taylor son. Which like, I stand. <laughs> she's not here. And the kids are like, she's at the beach. And then so Hugh runs to the beach. And who is there? It's a woman with a scarf. I was getting portrait of a lady on fire. Oh, it was beautiful. Oh, it was like a beautifully framed but shot. But this is portrait wind. of a lady on water because that scarf was blue. She was, was standing out well, in the water. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it was It was wind to me. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, it, it all was, the elements conspired. And, yeah. and she was earthy yeah. when she was... Delivering her face. She was serving. She didn't even have to say a single line. All the elements. Hugh was like pleading for her to come back and she was just face acting. She was giving face. Yeah. She, like, that is a level of acting Hugh could never achieve. Yeah. In, in his best day. I think Zach's scene, I was wondering what Zach's scene was. I think it's the bar scene. But then actually. No, no, that's bartender. No, 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 that's bartender's, bartender's scene. scene. I think his scene's the, the with Zendaya on the. Yeah, yeah that's, that's the best scene. And that's Zendaya's scene too. Yeah, they share that one. They're, 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 they're any, equals. Anytime that Zach uses the voice for me. Yeah, that's his scene. scene. It's just a little mini scene. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. every time I'm just like, oh, I forgot about oh, the voice. Oh, he owns the scene. He's just, 
I oh. so I'm curious if this is something that can become an ongoing bit. So well, I mean, we we'll can. test it out next well, time we'll around, see, see if we get scenes. I mean, I'm yeah. excited with our next film coming up. It's our Halloween special. We've got Ooh. a spooky ookie dookie. Have we found something? Classic. Yeah, I've got I've got something in oh. here. Oh, yeah. I just put two and two together yes. from what you said before. Yeah. Yes, I'm into it. Okay, uh, listeners, if you haven't figured it out, wait until the end of the episode. Yeah. All right. Do we have anything? Else? Yes. One last. Fuck, fuck you to me. Hugh. Fuck you. Oh. Yeah. Hugh did this. Yeah. Hugh did this. Um, I, look, I'm genuinely rooting for you. I don't actually hate, I, I love actors, okay? Yeah. Just be better. Like, I'm willing to change my mind. There's a bit where he is so... <laughs> You're not good in this film. I'm sorry, sir. Where he's so shocked that Rebecca Ferguson, like, fucking met his lips in a very public moment. Mm. She storms off and he's like, oh. And I pulled out the fingers and I was like, yes, PT. I also, I just also love how I think I've converted James into Hugh Hatred. <laughs> like, yeah. I think at the beginning you weren't that much of yeah, a Hugh Yeah, you didn't hate Hugh when we started this one. I don't know if I hate Hugh in all films. Yeah, I'm not yeah. there yet. I don't know if I hate him in Prisoners. Yeah, so if we're yeah. using your three, <laughs> three level thing, <laughs> bad in this films, film. Not uh, Bad in prisoners, bad in all films. I'm there with you on number one. Yeah. And I'm right. curious to, to go through the list Other and one. see. Well, is this film bad or not? Bad. Or boots. I'll take it, I'll take it first this time. Um, yeah, so the thing that may has made me reluctant to watch this is like just the very concept of Greatest Showman, having heard some of the songs, knowing kind of its reputation as like a thing that lots of uh has got, I guess, popular appeal. Um, but not necessarily being very good. Uh, it, it's, it gives me secondhand embarrassment in a way that I think everybody who's a member of a niche community of some kind, and I am a member of many niche communities, but one of them, one of them and one of the ones closest to my heart is the musical theatre community. <laughs> and so I feel like embarrassed that this film exists um, and embarrassed that people that don't know what musicals are will come to see this and they're going to think this is what musicals are like and it's it makes me look bad by association so like it's an incredibly strong bit for these reasons and like this is why I had not watched it to this point because I'm just like yeah when I know that a bad musical's out there it just makes me like it, it, I've got to stand up for my community and it's hard to yeah. do so when they're out there making the rest of us look bad so that's it. And the yeah. fact that it was so damn popular, too. Yeah. I know. Uh, I'll go next. I just, like, I had, like, like an aversion to seeing this film because I, there's so many, like, I don't know, there's just something so like that seems so corny about it. Uh, Hugh Jackman. Uh, I don't know. Like, I just didn't want to watch it. Like, but, like, before coming in here today, like, there was a chance that I was going to enjoy it because my head was like, oh, you're going to hate it. But my heart was like, maybe it's a camp event. And I might <laughs> love it. And uh, it was not campy enough. You, like, there are camp events. There are camp event moments, moments but it was... We have focused on them. But it did not even deliver on that level for me. Mm. Um, and uh, no, no it's, it's just, there are moments there where I'm like, I'm in it. Zach, I'm in it. Michelle, I'm in it. Rebecca, I'm in it. Most of the other ones... I'm in it. Uh, Hugh, no, Biff, you. But yeah, I think it's... Biff, you. <laughs> yeah. And Biff the film. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and Biff the film. Yeah. The lamest showman. And that was the no. lamest take on this. <laughs> um, I was watching this film. I was surprised at how much I actually enjoyed. Zach, Zendaya, 
the the camp moments. I was like, damn, this. The, especially in the second half, I was like, there it's were picked, some moments bit, yeah. that were really working for me, and I was like, oh, this is this is interesting. Do I like this? Um, not fully, not overall. <laughs> That's the thing. Is it's mere like moments and shining stars. Um, but it was a more enjoyable watch than I expected, but probably not in the way that the film. Uh, was wanting me to do. But unfortunately, one, the the entirety of the piece, all of the musical songs, except for Maybe This Is Me, which is still pretty basic, like, don't land. Um, uh, Hugh Jackman, like, isn't for this role the right lead for him. I still do like him in The Wolverines. Though. I do like him in Wolverine, yeah. yeah. So um, there you go, Hugh. Not all films. Yeah. <laughs> and then also it's I just like, this <laughs> film is like elevating... A really monstrous dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Like the he central was, project of this film yeah. is terrible. <laughs> a, he was a fucking monster. Like, what if it was the greatest con man? I would have like bought that film a lot better. Yeah, you know, that, that was the take. Yeah. 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 Like, do a there will be blood kind of yeah, like take down. Oh, oh, a dark like, take on this would actually be like really It could be cool. good. Yeah, because yeah. he's like a fascinating. Daniel Day-Lewis, come out of retirement, honey. I mean, I'd be there for him. I don't know what P.D. Barnum actually looks like, but I feel like he'd be a lot closer to Daniel Day-Lewis and there will be blood kind of vibes than yeah. bloody shiny shimmy shiny shimmy you jack shimmy shimmy feels offensive like yeah, yeah. Well, i don't know to whom but it's offensive to yeah, someone yeah. it's yeah. offensive to the so English what language. is it what is it james so it's a biff like this is raised this is bruised this is who you ought to be this is biff <laughs> oh god what a film what a time oh, i had a blast this episode was much more fun. fun to record than the film was Absolutely. to watch for me. It's the same, uh, I had the same thing with Tenant as well. We were all just yeah, collectively you like, feel like maybe wow. it is a bag, and I'm like, no, it's not a bag. I'm just having an enjoyable <laughs> yeah. time recording the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, some shout outs. Uh, as I said at the start of this episode, you can check out The Road Unknown, which is the uh, title of, um, I don't know if that's their official title, it's the title of the campaign for this Canvas Abyss Dungeoning and Dragoning that I'm doing. Check out the Canvas Abyss pa- Facebook page and whatnot, and mm-hmm. you'll be able to check out the streams on Twitch. We'll be um, streaming, I think, early November. Uh, and check out Balthazar Hines and the whole troop there. Also, if you are a fan of Apocalypse Songs, which made a feed drop uh, over on the Mixed Bag feed a few months ago, uh, we are now up for voting for finalists in the Audioverse Awards. Yeah. Uh, so have a quick Google Audioverse Awards and vote on us in all the categories that we appear in. Yeah, um, so we are nominated in seven categories, which is huge. And we really yeah. want to thank, um, so it is like audience voted. We want to thank the people that voted, um, even though it is kind of like, hey, check us out, vote for us. Like, we do mm. feel like people are supporting us and, and yeah. enjoying it. So, yeah, thanks for the noms, guys. And, yeah. Yeah, and if you've got time, then give us a vote. A big news for the pod. Um, my co-hosts are in charge of French at the Griffin. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, um, so the New Zealand Film Fest, Film Festival, French Festival, French Festival. is, oh, is going to be uh, happening next early next year. I don't know if you guys are still taking submissions for We are Fetchy. not. It is now programmed. But um, it's but all we programmed. But we will be giving but, you guys some good but, tips on some yeah, great shows to come and see. We will definitely be plugging the shows at yeah. FatG um, on the upcoming Eps, uh, leading up to the festival and also, you know, support the French Festival when it happens. Yeah. Um, you know what would be interesting if we got Sasha on the show? That'd oh, be interesting because mm. I think she's got a p- particular 
film taste. I have never seen a yeah. film with Sasha. I've yeah, yeah. seen what she likes. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Interesting. So you can, pod, Sasha. Yeah, yeah. You can, Sasha, director of the Film Festival. <laughs> yes. Uh, you can check out uh, uh, Sasha Tilly. Mixed Bag and Mixed Bag Pod on Facebook and Mixed Bag Pod on Twitter and Mixed Bag Podcast on Instagram. Uh, email us at mixbagcontact at gmail.com and uh, leave a review on iTunes and Podchaser as well Ooh. as another area you can uh, rate us. Um, and that's the like IMDb of podcasts. Yeah, totally. So uh, check us out. Um, if you want to be, if you have a episode suggestion and you want to guest, just yeah, come just through. Through. Email. Contact. Come through. Yeah. The only rule is that it has to be a mixed bag. Yeah. And we are we are the authorities at this point. <laughs> yeah. What is and what is. And some people aren't about the emails. If you just want to send a DM, there yeah. is a person behind it. Uh, honestly, just tap us on the shoulder. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Just let us know. We'll take you off the street. Like, yeah. um, <laughs> All right, everyone. Goodbye. It's time for us to rewrite the stars once more. <laughs> to the see, night. see you next step. Oh. Spooky Halloween! You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.